your first million is our mission. Welcome to Finwall. Our podcast is all about financial freedom, financial education, and our vision is to see you financially independent. Hi, I'm Anubhav Giri, and I'm Yash Shrivastav. Welcome back to Finwall. Our topic for today is financial education. So, Yash, what do you think is financial education? Hmm, that's a good question, and one thing that has many different answers depending upon whom you talk to and for whom uh, and for whom you are talking. For some, financial education is teaching the kids how to save money, balancing checkbook, using credit card responsibility, and blah blah blah. But for others, it means how, it means teaching of investment in stock markets and mutual funds and managing their assets. So, whatever your definition of financial education is, it's clear. from this that we can all agree on this point that financial education is nearly non-existent in our schools yes this brings us to the question what would it look like if they teach financial education in our schools yes if i ran the school system i'd create a financial education program that would include the following lessons which we'll talk about further in the podcast so even if you're not in school anymore these would be valuable things for you to study and learn on your own part as a journey towards financial literacy so the first point today understanding of personal financial statement yes you need to as my dad said your banker never asks asks you for the report card a banker wants to know your financial statement and on the basis of your financial statement he'll decide your credit score credibility and on the basis of that he decides everything whatever is related to you and your finances yes so one of the fi- foundational elements of financial literacy is understanding how to read and understand a personal financial statement so this is one of the most important lessons to start with in financial education to understand your personal financial statement so the second lesson is you should know the difference between an asset and a liability yes yes this is one of the reason many people are in financial troubles because they are confused between liabilities and assets for instance many people think that house is an asset which they which they are living in but it is a liability though they are not paying the rent but they are paying electricity bill and which is coming from their daily income or salary or something a simple definition of an asset is that puts money into your pocket a simple definition of liability is that takes money from your pocket yes and housing can be an asset as well as a liability it's it depends on how you use it if you rent it out it's an asset if you live in it and pay the bills and uh, just add up your bills so it's a liability now the next thing which we are coming for is seeking a cash flow that's capital gains yes so many people invest for capital gains meaning they are betting on the price for something to go up so people bet on stocks they they can bet on many things unfortunately today many people aren't winning on those bets you can see the uh, recession going on too investing for capital gains is also like gambling only not as much as fun instead of investing for capital gains the wealthy invest for cash flows and yes if you talk about asset there's cash cash flow too housing there's cash flow too yes the next thing which we come is what are the types of income you are into what are the types of income you are supposed to go not everyone earns through the paychecks in fact my rich dad taught me that these are the three types of income earned income portfolio income and passive income so what are this yes so three as you stated there are three types of income earned income portfolio and passive okay so out of these three two are taxable and one is not 
earned is taxable portfolio is taxable passive is not so passive income is what the rich have the most earned is if you know, you do a 9 to 5 job you're an employee you're a doctor you're an engineer whatever you are that is your earned income so that is for which you give your services next is your portfolio income you invest in mutual funds you invest in stocks you invest in bonds that is your portfolio income which is also taxed but passive income is never taxed more than that i think a passive income is an income which makes you money when you're when you're asleep yes and that is what is most important to be rich to be financially independent and free if you are not financially free i think that's what our podcast is for yes yes so coming on to the next the cash flow quadrant the most important thing to become financially free and be financially educated is the cash flow quadrant the cash flow quadrant is more than this are two views in the world there are two different things one is the cash flow quadrant which is about employment small business business and investment and big business and uh, and investment the right side of cash flow quadrant which is about business and investment that is the part where all the rich focus and the left side is employment and then small business which is like for, for which you need to anyways work 9 to 5 go on to the job so i think if you operate in the right side of the quadrant that means which is business and investment investment thing that will make you money when you're asleep but if you are in the left side you need to work 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 make money make money make money yes so as the ashes covered most of the part of the lesson cash flow quadrant next is savers are losers i think saving is a leakage from the economy from your personal finance from everything saving is uh, is not what is advised by the rich or not by us too so savers i feel savers are losers because uh, because of this change the value of dollar or rupee or yen or pound it changes every second because of inflation or whatever the uh, is happening so what your money can buy in the future is less than what you purchase now if you do savings what what percentages do banks give for saving Look, account banks give nearly about 0.3 to 4% or 4% in saving account and whenever you you are putting your money in savings account right it is the bank who is making money and when you are putting money in your pocket for savings then nobody is making money you are just leakaging you are just a leakage in our economy if you are saving at cash yes and what then people ask me if i don't save my money what should i do invest it and then create cash flow out of it that's how you use your money if you invest it it's it's an injection as you say saving is a leakage investment is an injection it just adds up or boosts your economy or your personal finance and now i would like to bring this to those people who say i don't have enough money to invest you can like save to invest start with saving first then go on investment it's okay to be happy with 4% then rather than being happy with 0% because your money is sleeping at home rather than that put it into bank account and save till you have enough to invest yes coming on the next lesson uh your wealth number your true wealth isn't identified by your net worth or how big your bank is true wealth is decided by wealth number so what is wealth number so uh, as we discussed earlier about passive income so if you're making more money or there's more cash flow coming in than your spend going out you have a great wealth number so if it's coming in continuously so your wealth number is great the next topic is difference between fundamental and technical investing 
I do you think we should take up this topic right now in the start of the podcast I or think, can we keep it for later I think this topic will go way beyond the thing because we are covering the basics of financial education and we need to go uh, we need to go on the further topics Yes because this is more of technicality yes. while people right now don't even know the basics of financial education yes. this is just too death to go but surely right we'll now. be covering this in future Yes so know how to measure and asset strength i think that's very important to cover right now so how strong an asset is uh, how strong an asset is if you are taking a home a house and renting it out before this we need to understand what are the types of assets asset classes are like business real estate paper asset commodities which helps you grow rich you must study this class and choose the best one which is suitable for you and work towards becoming an expert in that field there is no shortage of opportunity in the world for investing the question then becomes what investments are worth persuading key components of the full financial education is understanding how to measure the wealth in an asset is strong or not and one of the best ways to do is to go on your cash flow quadrant c which c. is the thing the cash flow quadrant is coming up again and again in every lesson so the most important thing is cash flow anything your passive biz income you come out of or your side business or your startup if there's cash flow it's great and that's what rich focus on most of the time uh this lesson is no next is no how to choose good people yeah if you are going up for a startup or if you are opening a new business you have a partner you need to know how to choose good people you need to pick out the qualities you need for your business yeah there are some good people but you might not need those qualities in your business right now so you need to be very pick, picky and you need to choose the perfect partner you need to have for that business yes that brings us to the next topic we should know when to focus and when to diversify when we need to focus is like when you think your idea needs you need to quit the 9 to 5 job then you need to stay focused and you need to know when you need to diversify go on to many assets so ideally you need to diversify in all four asset class if you want to focus on becoming an expert at all the times and old uh, and old advantages you need to please everyone but that's not the case the same could be said that you need to invest in all four types of assets no matter what if you need to diversify your portfolio you need to get all in warren buffett has more than i think so 10 to 15 source of income and a average person has hardly one or two max to max two yes so this brings that to the point that if you want to invest in share market or stocks yes you need to know when to focus if you're doing intraday you focus on one stock and if you're looking for a long term investment a long term for us is 2 to 3 months we don't consider anything more than that long term because this world's really quick you don't live more than once that's how we believe so you need to know when to diversify if you're looking for a longer period like Three to six months, you need to invest in more than one to do stocks. So you have to diversify your portfolio. But if you're looking for intraday or short term, like two to three days, then you need to just focus on one stock. More than that, I think so. Uh, more than diversification, you need to have a strategy. Without strategy, if you get into the investment, obviously you are going to lose all the money you have. So first is build a strategy and then go in with your money. Yes. Next is minimize your investment risk. As we are, we keep on saying, don't save, invest. Yes, investing in a business, there's always an element of risk. A smart investors know knows how to minimize the risk. Okay, so there are a number of ways you can do that, and it's different for each asset class. So you have to minimize risk wherever you invest. 
द रिस्क मैनेजमेंट इज वन ऑफ द मोस्ट इम्पॉर्टेंट एलिमेंट ऑफ एनी इन्वेस्टमेंट वेदर यू आर ए रियल स्टेट इन्वेस्टर यू आर ए स्टॉक ट्रेडर और यू आर ए इन्वेस्टर इन द इन एनी ऑफ द कमोडिटी मार्केट यू नीड टू नो हाउ टू मैनेज योर रिस्क यू नीड टू ब्रिंग इट डाउन टू फाइव परसेंट टू परसेंट और मेक इट इवन टेन परसेंट इफ यू आर एन अग्रेसिव पर्सन द नेक्स्ट लेसन इज मेक मोर मनी विद टैक्सेस येस टैक्स इफ यू से टैक्स टू एन एम्प्लॉई टू वर्कर who stuck in the 9 to 5 cycle he gets so scared like oh i have to pay taxes this is a tax yes yes but a financially intelligent person understands how to use the tax code to his or her advantage yes tax can be beneficial for you you have to use it the right way the rich people don't pay taxes this is one of the conflicting statement most of the rich people it's we can't say they don't pay taxes but they pay less tax compared to an average person because they hire experts they they invest in their knowledge This is the thing which differentiates them from us. So the tax management is one of the important thing because half of your income is eaten away, eaten away in taxes if you are operating in a big business. In foreign countries, it's ah uh, the tax, corporate rates and all it cuts down the fifty percent. But in India also, in Asian countries right now, it's reduced to twenty five percent. So like tax management is one of the important thing which you sh- which you should be looking on when you are getting financially educated. Yeah, so the poor always procrastinate. Tax the rich, tax the rich. Yes, you need to learn how to save taxes. Coming on to debt, there's good debt, there's bad debt. Yes, this is very deep a topic. I think we need to cover it up in our coming up podcast because debt is something. Yes, first I would just like to clear that point that debt is not only bad debt. There's good debt too. You need to know how to utilize debt. Debt is also like taxes. the poor people the normal people always listen to it and get scared but yes there's good debt too you know you need to know how to utilize that what is the next lesson i think we should come up yes you should know how how your wealth is stolen there are four things that uh, that you that you should see taxes debts inflation and and retirement a proper financial education will stress on understanding how to use the wealth and how to see and how to save from taxes how to get the debts in the most effective uses and how to beat the inflation yes as you said the wealth stealing elements tax debt inflation and retirement so if you're financially literate you'll know how to use this wealth stealing forces to make money rather than lose money because the average people out there they lose money in taxes debt inflation and retirement because they save for retirement they pay taxes their debt is taking out their money and inflation they're saving there's no use 6% inflation interest rate 6% they're losing on money the final lesson which we come is know how to make mistakes it's impossible to learn anything without mistakes out there warren buffet take it anyone take it rakesh junjunwala take it jeff bezos bill gates everyone has made mistakes in their life and how they've started their business mistakes is an important step look at failure as a learning opportunity you know what's the full form of the failure f a i l the f- full form of failure is first attempt in learning you need to learn if you don't fail how will you learn so if you fail then only you learn and once you learn then you earn thank you yes and concluding this episode with the greatest line i think it doesn't matter what road you take what's important is that you start yes i come again it doesn't matter what road you take what's important is that you start thank you